0: Hello friends, and welcome to episode 3 of Mixology. I'm Frederick French Pounce, and today we're going to be looking at the second studio album by The Monkees, more of The Monkees, released in January 1967. Let's take a little listen, shall we?
1: But then she turned around and broke my heart
0: Right now you're listening to the mono mix of She which is the opening track on the album obviously in both its mono and stereo configurations and it's very similar in both those mixes but let's compare them anyway just to see how things sit a little differently. Now. The first thing I'm going to point out is that, interestingly, the stereo mix seems to run just a hair slower than the mono not in a tape transfer way, but in a way that seems like it was there in the mix-down process and Mickey's vocal is a little bit more upfront in the stereo mix Here, take a listen to the mono and I'll transfer you to the stereo as per usual
1: hey. me
0: And now, stereo hey. Now, what makes the Monkees catalogue unique from other artists of the day was that a lot of their songs were recorded with their TV show in mind, so of course things were mixed down for the TV show and sent off to the film company to add onto the reels, but very often those were different mixes to the ones that would eventually come out, some even superior, some versions that never released as well and with that in mind for a few of these early monkeys episodes when i come back to them i'm going to be including these tv mixes as they were ones released at the time they're all in mono as tv was at the time and we're going to be looking at the one for she first what's interesting is that there's a greater emphasis on reverb on the vocals for sure and the backing track also comes across drier interestingly here take a little listen Now, track 2 on the album, When Love Comes Knocking At Your Door, a late addition to the track list written by Neil Sedaka, has a very minor difference and it's mostly due to the fact that things just stand out more in stereo. Just before Davey's vocal comes in, he does a little warm up going, when, because the first line's when, he's not doing a Mike Love impression. But, um The mono mix, this is basically buried in and I assumed it was absent until I was taking a deeper listen for this show here, but in stereo it's very clear when you listen because it's isolated in the center channel. I'm going to play you the mono mix and you probably won't notice it and then I will play you the stereo mix afterwards and hopefully you'll be able to hear it. Let's take a little listen. <laughs> And now, let's play the stereo. Did you hear it at that time? Hopefully it stood out to you, but go back and have a little listen, if not, and compare and contrast. Now track three on the album, Mary Mary, the first song written by Ned Smith, but not the one sung by him, has no differences between the mono and stereo mix to this ear anyway, however the mono mix is a far more cohesive listen. Here, take a little listen to a second of it, just to just to get the feel of it in case you haven't heard it before.
1: Can I go to-
0: Now, track 4 on the album Hold On Girl has two very minor differences, but differences nonetheless. In stereo, the hand claps start a little sooner, and in mono, the final chord is increased in volume. Here, let's listen to that beginning bit in stereo and then mono, see if you notice where the hand claps don't come in. Ooh, that time was a little rough, let's hear the mono mix. I know about
1: the guy
0: who Interestingly, there's no timing issues at the beginning, leading me to believe that the clapping sound is actually the guitar accent, and the hand claps themselves are mixed pretty low. It's hard to distinguish between the two to be honest, so they may actually be absent in the mono mix for all we know. Either way, a nice little difference there. Let's take a listen to that last chord in stereo now. Then I'm going to play the same in mono directly afterwards and hear how much louder it is than the note that precedes it in the mono mix. Now track five, Peter Talk's first, rather unfortunate lead vocal on the Monkeys album, Your Auntie Griselda, has a couple of differences between its three mono, stereo, and mono TV mixes that we have on the Super Deluxe edition of the album. Now the mono mix, the lead guitar, gets more delay added to it in the instrumental break and makes it more cohesive and slightly more exciting mix for a track that, with its vocal, becomes a bit of a novelty. Whereas in the stereo, it remains dry through out and sounds a little bit too simple. Meanwhile the mono TV mix keeps an extra dry guitar and the fade is different, fading peter out much quicker. Let's take a little listen to the guitar solo in stereo and then I will go backwards and show you the same section in mono to show you the difference in the delay. And now, back to
1: Mono.
0: Now, as we round outside one of the album, we get to a couple of the slightly more exciting mono stereo mix differences, and that's in the classic B-side, I'm not your stepping stone, which came out on the flip of I'm Believer shortly before the album's release. So it has its own single mix, album mono and album stereo mix. Now the single mix is identical to the mono album mix, except the fade out matches the length of the stereo mix, curiously. But, what's more important is that before the second verse, in stereo you get the I'm not stepping stone. chant come back, which is completely mixed out in mono, but the music for it is still there. It's often been thought that it was actually an edit from later on the song being brought back, but when I analysed all the no's that come after it, You can tell that it's different from all those and it actually would entail that the vocal has been muted at that point and not been so in the stereo mix. Which one is preferable? Well the mono single mix would clearly have more thought and care put into it but the stereo mix it makes sense and on the Paul Revere and the Radius version of the song which came out shortly before the Monkeys version they do have those vocals in there so I would say that they were meant to be in there but I don't know, it's a weird one. Either way, let's play you that section in mono and then I'll play you that section in stereo to follow it up. And now, let's hear that in stereo.
1: Have
0: no following on from that quite major difference we're going to be talking about the fade as I mentioned it earlier now the mono mix has a continuous fade that is significantly longer than the stereo mix and interestingly the mono single mix as well but this isn't just due to an early fade at all if you listen to the stereo mix Mickey's shouts come a lot earlier than they do in the mono mix but they seem to fade about the same point which interestingly must mean that number of bars are actually cut out in the outro to make the fade still have the same effect but a much shorter length. Let's listen to the stereo mix now and hear where it fades out, I'm then going to play the fade out again in mono so you can compare. Following on from that rave up end to side one, we flip the record over to side two where we start with the classic Neil Diamond tune, Look Out, Here Comes Tomorrow. A slightly, well, It's a great little bubblegum pop song with a slightly amusing little tale of, oh this girl, or this girl, I'm going to have to choose tomorrow, oh goodness what, but there's a nice couple of differences in here for us to consume and a nice different mono TV mix as well. So. What's most notable is that in the bridge, Davy well, speaks, is a spoken word bridge and it's very entertaining, very of the time. In mono, this vocal is quite reverb heavy, but in stereo, it's up front and dry. There's also quite a hefty edit after the bridge, which you'll hear in this both times and I think it's a bit smoother in stereo. We'll talk about the edit afterwards. You're going to have to hear this twice now, so I'm going to play the dry stereo version first then it will repeat with the wet mono version. Take a little listen. You're probably wondering why such a heavy edit there, and the reason for that is the song actually had an extra instrumental break and chorus there originally, which was chopped out due to the length of the song. I guess they wanted to make it suitable in case people wanted to play on the radio and the like, but on an album that shouldn't matter too much. I'm going to play you the whole remove section now from Woe To Go so you can see how it fits in the context of the song. And this, when I was talking about the Mono TV mix, is where it comes from, and it was the only place it was available for a good number of years until the whole reissue campaign started in the late 80s, early 90s. Take a little listen. side two, Ned Smith's only lead vocal on the album, The Kinda Girl I Could Love, which comes from the sessions technically for the first album, is a great great country pop tune. But what's mainly different in the mono mix is that the backing vocals are significantly louder and more prominent than they are in the stereo mix. This is probably due to the separation but I feel they definitely have a boost in the mono mix. Here take a listen to the stereo mix first and note how Mike is definitely the most upfront vocal and then I'll play the mono mix and note how much that changes.
1: Oh, that got-
0: Let's move to the mono mix now and notice the extra reverb and less distortion as well. Now thankfully, the follow-up track on the album, The Day We Fall In Love, has zero discernible differences between the mono and the stereo mix. And that's thankful because it's definitely, definitely not anyone's favorite monkeys track. It's a spoken word piece basically sung or spoken by Davy Jones in a very sugary syrupy voice. Has to be heard to be believed. It's very of its time. I can see why it was there. But, we don't need to talk about it right now, thankfully. However, following up that track, we do get the wonderful Goffin King composition, Sometime in the Morning, which is again, quite different in its mono and stereo mixes. I play you the stereo mix now, and notice that Mickey basically sounds single tracked. There is a double track vocal in there, but the other track is very low in the mix for some bizarre reason. I will then move it to the mono mix and those double tracked vocals are at a similar volume. Let's move that up to the mono version now, shall we?
1: In the evening, you're sitting there by the fireside, and touch you, and you realize how much you know.
0: on there's one very minor difference at the end of the track and that's that the backing vocals instead of fading out like they do in the mono mix they cut off sharply in the stereo mix here listen to how that happens in the stereo mix The backing vocals in the right hand channel so listen closely to that they cut off sharply on the last chord whereas they fade with Mickey and harmonize with them in the mono mix Now the second to last track on the album, Laugh, has very few discernible differences between the mono and stereo mix, but has quite a different mono TV mix. In the first verse in the mono and stereo mix, Davey is not singing alone. There is a sort of gang vocal around him as such, but in the mono TV mix, he's on his own. Here take a listen to the start of the mono mix and then that's going to transition into the mono TV mix you can hear Davey all alone. Now, for the finale of the album, you get the massive hit I'm a Believer, which is very similar between its mono and stereo mixed counterparts. But the stereo mix has a much drier percussion overdub track, which is wetter in mono, and there's a few points in the song where this becomes far more evident. I'm going to play you one of those now, starting with the wet mono mix. Now, I'm going to play that section again and pay close attention to the hand claps, they're far, far drier. Now, to round out the album, what better way to finish it off than with the very, very end of it? Now the fade out of i Believer has Mickey and the rest of the monkeys chanting well, I'm a Believer and interestingly on Mickey's last chant before the call and response vocals of Davey and the rest of the crew I say Davey because he's the loudest carry on they double him on the final I'm Believer but on the stereo mix they don't take a little listen to the stereo mix and I'll play you the mono mix and hopefully you'll see what I mean We finished off the Monkeys second album, More of the Monkeys, another mono stereo breakdown right here on Mixology. There's a large number of outtakes from this album, some with original mono mixes and stereo remixes that have come out since, but none with vintage stereo mixes unfortunately, not that came from 1966 anyway, so we won't be looking at those, but it's definitely worth taking a dive in the world around those tracks. Either way, thank you very much for listening. And whoever you are, wherever you are, have a great, great day. And I'll see you back here in two weeks for the next episode of Mixology.